Welcome to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio. This podcast delivers insights on medical device packaging from regulatory affairs, process management, as well as discussions on the latest in sterile device packaging technologies. Each episode, our host, Charlie Webb, speaks with global experts to bring the most relevant information to our esteemed listeners. As sterile packaging compliance becomes increasingly more challenging, it is vital to avoid information gaps that could risk your medical device packaging program. Avoid package failure risks and build your skill set from your colleagues' experience and from insights from sterile device packaging subject matter experts. You're listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio, Spot Radio. Hello, everyone. It's me again, Charlie Webb. And as usual, we're going to hang out here and chat a little bit about healthcare packaging, medical device packaging. Well, today we're going to chat uh, specifically about Sterile Packaging Day. Now, if you poke around LinkedIn, you've certainly come across it. Maybe your company or you yourself have celebrated Sterile Packaging Day. We certainly have here at our company, Vanderstel Scientific. Last year, we, uh, or year before last, actually, we tried to buy lunch for our local SBD department. But unfortunately, they weren't taking anything in. So that was a fail. We have some new plans this year. We did a little shout out from one of our laboratories. And um, we're um, kind of poking around to see what we'll do to celebrate this year. Well, to have the discussion about Sterile Packaging Day, to understand it, I brought in a couple of friends of mine. I'm going to wait and let them introduce themselves. Now, as you probably know, Sterile Packaging Day is brought to you by the Sterilization Packaging Manufacturers Council, a coalition of cool companies that support causes such as this. So without further ado, let's uh, jump right in. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. First, I'm going to start out with my buddy, Don. Don, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sounds good, Charlie, uh, and thanks for having me back. So my name is Don Allen. By day, I am the Director of Product Excellence Healthcare with Amcor Flexibles North America. And since 2019, I've been leading the marketing efforts with the Sterilization Packaging Manufacturers Council, or better known as the SPMC. So thanks for having me on. Randy? Yes, Charlie, thank you. Good to see you again, Don. I've been in the medical industry for about 20 years, having started on the customer side with Medtronic and Smith & Nephew. And then I've spent the last 15 years or so on the supplier side and I'm currently vice president, general manager of PrintPak Medical. And I've uh, been involved with SPMC on and off over the last 10 to 12 years, now in a role on the executive committee. Well, first of all, congratulations for the hard work you guys do. Now, Don, I ran into you at the last MD in Anaheim. You were working your booth. I said, hey, what have we got going for the sterile packaging day this year? And you said, Charlie, we missed it. Somehow I was in the dark. So I want to make sure that nobody else falls through the cracks like I did. I mean, it's been a weird last two years for all of us. So that's why I want to get you on the podcast so we can chat about this great organization that you're all involved with. So let's start here. Maybe tell us a little bit more, maybe a little deeper dive on what SPMC is all about. Yeah, certainly. So the SPMC, it's member companies, it's Amcor, Beacon Converters, Paxis, PPC Flex Packaging, Print Pack Medical. Steeripacks and Technipack. It's an organization that's founded in the mid 90s, and it's a group of sterilization packaging companies who really provide packaging requirement guidance, provide clarity on test methodology, and work with organizations to develop standards and provide user education. So, again, it's competitors, if you will, but within the SPMC umbrella is just making sure we have clarity for the packaging engineers that are validating test methods and guidance. So certainly it's a group that there's a lot of, you know, Randy talked about his tenure working with the SPMC, you know, 10, 12 years, 
longtime industry veteran, you know, 20 plus years. There's a lot of knowledge within the industry that are well represented within the SPMC. So there's a lot of well-respected guidance. And certainly from our standpoint, it's a group that does a lot of great things, puts out a lot of great content and appreciate the opportunity to give us some visibility of who the group is and Sterile Packaging Day is. Yeah, so we started Sterile Packaging Day. The very first one that the SPMC launched and started was in 2021. And this year, 2022, we celebrated our our second uh, Sterile Packaging Day. So probably 20 plus years, 25 years since Mm. the group was founded in the mid 90s till the very first Sterile Packaging Day. So it's a way for us to really, you know, what we've done through the last couple of years here dealing with the pandemic, this is a way for us to really highlight the value of what we do from uh, developing, producing, manufacturing, validating, sterilization, packaging, and highlight the innovations and what people do to get through these supply chain hurdles to make sure that we provide and produce the packaging that's used for our customers medical device manufacturers and ultimately all of us as patients and for our family members yeah i think don makes a lot of good points when i look at spmc it is a group of thought leaders and really partners even though don mentioned we compete with each other we all have a vested interest in patient safety in the us healthcare system and globally as well. You know, the last couple of years have really demonstrated the importance of healthcare packaging, where it needs to be, when it needs to be there, and the entire supply chain. And so I think what the Sterile Packaging Day has done a great job in is not only connecting us as PMC partners together, but also in the entire supply chain. So when you look at sterilization partners and test houses, and all the different steps that are required to get a sterilized product to the end user safely and on time. SPMC is becoming more of a conduit in pulling all that together to ensure that we can do that better and better each year. You know, when I look into LinkedIn for the last few days of the events, our company, Vanderstahl Scientific, had our sign outside and like a lot of companies were showing awareness and support. So I think in the industry, most of us don't need that awareness other than the rank and file. Is this designed to reach people outside our industry, I would think that that would be part of the charter is to understand for people who aren't in our industry, maybe just left or right of it or completely out of medical completely. Is the mission also to reach people that say, hey, there's a sterile packaging department in hospitals. Do you realize what they do? Who all the people in connective nodes that are connecting sterility to devices that are being delivered? Is that who you're also reaching or who is your audience for Sterile Packaging Day? Yeah, so I think you hit the nail right on the head there, Charlie. When we launched Sterile Packaging Day last year, 2021, it was, we want to create awareness. We wanted to highlight exactly what the role of sterilization packaging plays throughout the industry. And our theme this year for the second year when we celebrated back in April is better together. Part of that process was year one, it was very much the sterilization packaging manufacturers kind of touting here's what we do and here's the role that we play and here's how it was very relevant because of where the pandemic was at that time. And then here in year two, what we wanted to do was we wanted to highlight influencers that were not necessarily part of the sterilization packaging production, but we wanted to highlight all the other folks that are in this supply chain continuum that touched this process. So we featured quotes from machine suppliers, 
such as participants from like a Harpac Alma. We worked with a lot of leading minds within the industry. Some folks like Sarah Rosenblum from PCL. And even got the perspective from sterilization companies themselves. We connected with Noel Gibbons and he gave us a great view of what sterile packaging day means to him and his role working with stairs. So year two, we kind of broadened it out and said, it's not just about sterilization packaging manufacturers. It's everyone else that takes part. And internally with the marketing organization, what we've looked at is in year three, we want to hear from the packaging engineers. We want to hear from the medical device manufacturers because certainly we want to hear their voice to what, you know, sterile packaging day means to them. Right. You know, Advantage Cell Scientific, we launching in November something called Sterile Aware, which is a lot of connected pieces, validation, education, machinery that meets the 11607 requirements and so forth. And so we spend a lot of our time in education and awareness. So I can certainly see the value laterally into our industry where maybe a medical device manufacturer who is upstream of packaging may not really understand or have a level of understanding that they might about what we do in sterile packaging. To me, this seems like there's a lot of value just from people that are completely out of the industry as your mission sort of unfolds to let people really understand people in the sterile processing departments, packaging departments, and what their role is all the way upstream to material suppliers, packaging machine providers, converters, everyone that's in this connective tissue that we all are involved. So it seems to me as the mission sort of blooms is the vision to look over the fence a little bit to the sort of consumer side of packaging. To your point about awareness driven by Sterile Packaging Day, FPA represents a handful of flexible packaging suppliers and converters that are, say, the market's upwards of 25 to $26 billion annually. And so the healthcare space is a fraction of that. And so our focus is intently on sterilized packaging and the supply chain for that. What I've seen with Sterile Packaging Day is created a real deep sense of pride Certainly within our organization, because we are a smaller business unit, part of a global company that's much larger when you look at consumer and food packaging. But there's a great amount of awareness being built around the human impact of what we do each and every day, even though maybe on the financial statements, we're not as big as some of the other units. And I see that pride resonating throughout my team within our manufacturing plants and you know our sales and the engineering teams really kind of taking the torch and feeling this purpose for what we deliver that's greater than any one of us individually. I think it is starting to ripple out and you're starting to be able to understand that one piece of the supply chain can't do it alone. It takes the customers, it takes nurses and end users all the way back through you know, resin manufacturers. And part of SPMC's goal, I think, really is to drive awareness about how important all of us are in the supply chain. And that we have to partner as much as we compete in order to be able to do this well and advance technology as things get more and more difficult in the global marketplace. And I think it's one of the beauties of our industry. I'm the president of a medical device packaging machine company and laboratories. And yet I work with other companies that are in the same business as me. In fact, it seems to me our industry has always been very good about working with competitors for our end goal, which of course is patient safety through sterility. So it's great to hear that, and it's great to see these coalitions, collectives of companies come together with that mission. So as we move forward with Sterile Packaging Day, awareness is the cornerstone to a mission like this. So how do you see that awareness is changing? Are you hearing feedback? Of course, we all want to get feedback from 
a mission like this, we need to understand who are we reaching? Is the message, is it intact all the way to those ears that we're trying to reach? So do you feel like the mission that you're sought after is intact and you're reaching, you're getting feedback? What are you learning as you go along? I think the learnings right now are that after having done it for two years, there's certainly an appreciation for the value that sterilization packaging has. Whether or not it's resonating with patients and the end consumer, the patients and clinicians, I don't think we're there. I'd love to get to a point there where it's recognized widely at hospital settings or outpatient care or even senior centers where care is also provided. Our near-term goals is that we certainly want to rally the industry, whether it's within the sterilization packaging manufacturer space and the testing labs, the sterilization companies, the raw material suppliers that you noted previously, Charlie. So if we make sure that we create a strong understanding of the value and how each of us plays a role in creating and developing and validating sterilization packaging here in in the future celebrations of Sterile Packaging Day, we will have accomplished a really, really great thing. I'd love to get to a point where, you know, three or four years that everyone is aligned and each person has their own spin to how they contribute and celebrate Serial Packaging Day. And then maybe we can pivot and create a broader awareness campaign to the patient. I'd love to be in that position. Yeah, I think even on the industry side, one of the things that struck me, and of course, this was sort of Genesis was round zero of COVID. But as we move forward, is there a possibility that this could morph into or expand into an event? I could see Sterile Packaging Day sort of as a meeting at the MDNM or a health expo. Is that something like that in the works at all? Or is this just meant to be more LinkedIn, grassrooty, cross the nodes of connection online? Or will it move into educational forums? Sort of what's in the future? So I think it's all of that, Charlie. When you stopped by the booth and we chatted a little bit at MDNM, and I mentioned that it's this week, I think, right? Or it was yesterday. Part of the reason was that year one, the SPMC had decided on a date. And then year two, we said, listen, things are trending well from in-person gatherings and trade shows. And we said, let's shift the gears a little bit. You know, we're not married to this March annual date. And let's make it MDNM. Let's make it day two of MDNM. It's usually mm-hmm. a very packed day. MDNM, at least for North America, is a big destination, you know, trade show. Historically, there's a lot of evening events, a lot of celebrations. So we said, let's make it this day. So to your point, yes, we want to make it a destination. We want to make it an in-person event. All the things that you mentioned, educational seminars, we even talked internally within the marketing team of what can we do to maybe give guidance to young packaging engineers that are in healthcare, right? To kind of show them the path, show them the way. So all those things are certainly what we have discussed. And it's just really a matter of implementing them and making sure that it's in place. So one of the things you mentioned is that Will it be a destination? Will it be MDNM? And actually, we have registered next year, Sterile Packaging Day 2023. It will be February 8th, which is aligned with day two of MDNM West in Anaheim, California again. I think this is going to be our path forward. Is We want to do it aligned with MDNM West because there's a lot of industry folks that are customers, suppliers, machine manufacturers, test labs, all the parties that touch and play a big role in sterilization packaging will tend to be there. So we want to be there and make sure that that celebration is aligned. So we'll be there in February and make an event out of it. 
I'll be there. Yeah, I mean, even last year, the Medical Device Packaging Technical Committee through IOPP, Jennifer Benolkin sort of threw together a group of us. We went over to the Marriott and everybody sat around and ate hot peanuts and had a beer and chatted. So, I mean, even on the sort of more soft meetings like that, even in the beginning, those are quite good. I see a lot of the big epic events have kind of pulled back a little bit to more of these sort of micro events, which is cool. I think it's great. Tell me how some of the people are celebrated or have celebrated. Again, I'm looking at the LinkedIn metric and I've seen people like us in our laboratory holding a happy sterile packaging day sign in our lab and giving our support. Have you heard any sort of unique ways or just maybe sort of a cross section for those that want to participate and just show their support online throughout the year or those that are making it to the show? How have people done it before and how do you see people helping to celebrate this event? You know, I think one of the biggest opportunities that we took last year was to do a blood drive at MDM sponsored by Sterile Packaging Day and SPMC. And I think we learned some things about the timing and how to do that more effectively next year. But really, there's so many creative people on the marketing team within SPMC really focused on how do we build that awareness and how do we not only just build Sterile Packaging Day, but also continue to drive the importance of healthcare packaging. To tie that back to a blood drive at the convention center in Anaheim, I thought was really a great statement. I've seen customers that have done lunches for their teams and photo booths and things like that to hashtag sterile packaging day mm. on LinkedIn. I specifically visited both of our manufacturing plants that week and had thank you lunches for the teams to ensure that they understand how they tie into the global supply chain and how important their jobs are as essential workers. And so I think each year it's gotten more and more creative if people commit to the day and commit to building awareness and then making it unique to themselves, whether it's sending cookies to customers or visiting your plant. Just Mm -hmm. acknowledging the folks that are part of the supply chain, I think, is really critical. Yeah, that's fantastic. Don, how about you? You know, in addition to what Randy had noted, you know, I think the things that stand out the way others have kind of made it their own is I really appreciate there's some companies out there that featured some of their employees to just say, you know, what does sterile packaging day mean to me? And I think just hearing how it is from a personal aspect, you know, maybe it's their perspective on how they contribute, or maybe it's a very personal story regarding their family or loved ones and how sterilization packaging positively impacted them. I think those are always great to hear. I've seen celebrations where some organizations have taken lunches or provided PPE, donated them to local healthcare facilities, especially when PPE was tight. I thought that was really uplifting and a really great way to celebrate. Some other organizations have sponsored their own blood drives in recognition of sterile packaging days. So it's kind of cool how people just sort of take the idea and run with it. And certainly, I think there's a great way for all of us to Maybe as SPMC, we're talking about ways to do it together when we're all together at the show. Our member companies typically exhibit or attend the show. So stay tuned for 2023 and maybe we'll have a more uniform type celebration. It's awesome. Everybody celebrated so uniquely. I think our general manager, or at least we tried to send lunch over to the sterile processing department at our local hospital. Unfortunately, they weren't taking anything in because of COVID, but I saw so many unique ways that people were helping. The blood drive is just fantastic. What a great co-event to be able to do something like that and to support and have value. So I'm going to just kind of go around both of you before we close here. 
And maybe, Randy, I can start with you. If you want to give me sort of a synopsis, something that we may have missed here that you want to express before I let you guys out of here about the upcoming show or what you've learned or your value, anything you want to talk about, I'd love to hear it, Randy. Thank you, Charlie. If I look at awareness, I remember when Don and the marketing team presented this to us, I think probably three years ago now, we used LinkedIn as kind of how many people are aware that we do all this work. And I think we had less than 50 followers at the time. And if you looked at the list, it was mostly us. It was member companies and their employees. And I remember back to maybe five or six years ago, I did a live polling session at one of the healthcare packaging conferences. And two questions I asked, number one was, who knew about SPMC? And I remember the data typically was less than 10% of the people in the room. Mm. And if you looked at the attendees, that was mainly us. And Mm. then how many people knew that hours and hours and years have gone into white papers and standards development and different things we've done. And it was, again, you know, less than 10%. And so there was an awareness at that point that we're just not getting our message out. And when Don and the team presented Sterile Packaging Day, there was some apprehension among the executive committee as to, you know, what would this look like and what's the goal of it? And just as a metric, if we want to look at progress, we now have over 750 followers Mm. on LinkedIn. And, you know, so is awareness building? Are we making a difference? Is this process working? Yeah. And we've grown our awareness on LinkedIn tenfold, at least. And so I think we're just in the early stages. I think there's still so much more to be developed as we're transitioning from, I think, a not very well-known group that was putting a lot of time and effort into some things that just weren't getting airplay to where we want to be in a couple of years from now. Next goal is to get over a thousand followers. And then the bigger it gets, the more creative it'll get, the more influence will make it even more powerful. I think also mentioning we have a webpage, sterilizationpackaging.org. That's part of the FPA webpage. But if you go there, you can learn a lot more about who we are and the white papers that have been done and all the work going on behind the scenes technically that Don and his team are supporting to help get that message out. But really kudos to that team for trying something different. And then really we're seeing the results of it now. It's fantastic. Don, how about you? Building on what Randy said, certainly my group, the marketing committee is working on the awareness and creating awareness of the SPMC and our mission. I think what's exciting for the group is that we take a look at all the technical knowledge and the value that we craft. I mean, there's hundreds of FAQs that have been asked of the SPMC Technical Committee and published throughout the years. That's on the website that Randy had just mentioned. And I think some exciting things, there's still a lot of questions surrounding changing environments and trends in the market. So SPMC has created a regulatory standards and a sustainability committee. That group is monitoring legislation and regulations impacting medical device packaging, focused on post-consumer recycled content, extended you know, producer responsibility, advanced recycling, and waste and recycling. So I guess what started out from like a test methodology, providing guidance from that standpoint, the SPMC has industry leaders from a technical standpoint to start looking at these regulatory questions and sustainability questions that are popping up all the time. So I think that's future value that the group will have and provide guidance to the industry. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about making sure that we're informing and educating. And one of the ways that the SPSC is doing this is that we're a proud sponsor of the course. That's the IOPP's Mm -hmm. Medical Device Mm -hmm. Packaging Technical Committee. 
It's going to be taking place at Peck Expo in McCormick Place in Chicago in October. So that's one way that we're supporting continued education and learnings for packaging engineers and those in the healthcare space. Then I think the SPMC will be presenting at MDNM Minneapolis for a second year in a row. So this is where Hank Bloom and the technical committee will speak on some topics. I don't think our talk has been finalized yet, but certainly there's an opportunity for folks who are attending that show to hear from the SPMC, from current technical topics that are near and dear to many packaging engineers' interests at this time. So there's a couple of things just on the agenda for us. Such a cool mission. You guys are doing such a great job. In fact, if our listeners, if they didn't miss it, the last episode of our podcast, we spoke with some folks about the upcoming Medical Device Packaging Technical Committee, the fundamentals in packaging, which is going to be held, as you say, at the PAC Expo coming up. Well, guys, thanks so much for jumping in here. As I said, Don, I just wanted to do whatever I could to kind of get the word out. You guys are doing a great job at that. So many people are sharing your mission. I just wanted to jump in there as well and see if we could help spread the word. Just remind us the dates and then the URL again before I let you go so we can jump on in and connect. The date for Sterile Packaging Day 2023 is February 8th. It's again aligned with an in-person event for MD&M West in Anaheim, California for those who will be attending. And the website is www.sterilizationpackaging.org. And you can find all the content for Sterile Packaging Day within our SPMC website. Well, thanks again, guys, for hanging out with me today so we could chat about Sterile Packaging Day. Again, it's brought to you by the SPMC, the Sterilization Packaging Manufacturers Council, a cool group of companies that bring you this amazing event. Well, medical device manufacturers... Medical device packaging experts and well, anyone else that listens into this podcast, I would like to thank you. This is Charlie Webb, and you've been listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio, Spot Radio. Look forward to having you with us next time. This podcast is made possible by Vanderstahl Scientific, Executive Producer Lisa Wasper, Director of Media Service Hector Garcia, Audio Engineering and Editing by Joel and our friends at East Coast Studios. And this is Jonathan Lockwood saying thanks for your support, medical device manufacturers. See you next time on Spot Radio. Spot Radio.